You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Tech Fan Podcast number 328. I'm Tim Robertson doing a solo show this week simply because, well, a string of things. Um, couldn't do it on Friday. I uh, had to, well, honestly, I had to go do some last-minute Christmas shopping. And it was the last day that Julie and I had without the kids present. So, obviously, that was a good day to go shopping. And, uh, yeah, it was exactly the same time that David and I do the podcast. So, we postponed it to Sunday. And, of course, on Saturday, I realized, oh, yeah, we've got Cole's birthday party on Saturday. So, <laughs> or on Sunday. So, we couldn't do it on Sunday when we were going to. So here I am doing a solo show nine o'clock at night on Sunday. So it's a couple of days later than we usually do it. And I'm by myself, but you know, things happen, things come up and it's pretty late at night where David is. So obviously we couldn't do, uh, couldn't do a show with the both of us. So I'm going to do uh, a shorter tech fan this week because we quite honestly we didn't want to skip a week and next week is going to be even more difficult because we do have the holidays coming up and uh i work monday through friday and usually i have fridays off but i gotta work this friday because i'm gonna have saturday sunday and monday off and well we'll figure out something out but we wanted to get a tech fan out there so here it is a couple things right off the bat um number one uh we did get some feedback we got one from brendan but i'm actually going to save that one for when david is here um but i got one from uh steve and he writes in the last episode when you were talking about the bang and olsen speakers you ref or you referred to your old speakers that you've had for a decade i know you mentioned them before but i can't seem to remember what they are wondering if you could identify them i'd like to see if i could pick up a pair somewhere thanks steve uh, Steve, uh, and I replied to him already, but it is uh, the Altic Lansing FX6021 speakers. Now, I actually reviewed these. It, it was longer ago than I was remembering. I did a review of these in May, uh, yeah, May 2004, which means I've been using these speakers for 13 years. I think they're broken by now. Now, these speakers come with a subwoofer and then two desktop speakers. And quite honestly, they're still some of the best speakers I've ever listened to that's primarily used for a speaker or for a computer. Now, yeah, you know, I've had home speakers that would blow them away, but these sit on the desktop. Well, the sub sits on the floor. Uh, it has a cord that comes out of the sub and it goes to this wired volume control uh, and you could troll uh, bass and trouble with it as well and it comes with a little remote which i might still have god i don't know i never even back then i really didn't need it uh, but i reviewed these and at the time we were doing a, um, a five point scale and i gave them a perfect five out of five um my conclusion was, I am very, very impressed with these speakers. For years, I've used the Monsoon M1000 as my benchmark for sound quality and computer speakers. Until, none, until now, none have, 
quite equaled them. My benchmark speakers have now changed. The Altec Lansing, blah, 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 blah. So that's what I use. Uh, the specs on them are 75-watt RMS. Front speakers are 12.5-watt per channel at 4 ohms. And the subwoofer is 50-watt at 4 ohms. Um, quite honestly, they give me all the bass that I really want. It's a 6.5-inch sub. And <laughs> it's funny. It says... In my review, I'm saying, if you have a G5 power book or a newer iBook, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Anyways, that's what I use. They uh, Each each desktop speaker sports six one-inch drives in each enclosure. Um, the sound quality after 13 years is just as good as they were when I first reviewed them. And I just... I just haven't found anything else that really that sounds as good to me. Now, music and sound, it's kind of subjective. And yes, you can do scientific things, but it either sounds good to you or it doesn't sound good to you. And these Altic Lansings, uh, when I, 13 years ago when I first reviewed them, they sounded right to me. And in 13 years, I have yet to have even the slightest desire to replace them. Not once. Have I had other desktop speakers since then? Yes. I always come back to these. They just sound that good. And I'm an audiophile, so that should tell you something. Uh, You know what? Since I'm sitting here doing this live, let's see if I can actually find these on eBay. eBay, and let's look for the Altic Lansing FX6021 speakers. Yep. <clears throat> there's a uh, there's a three piece set. In other words, it comes with the base and the remote and everything for 150 bucks. Buy it now. Uh, and there's also someone's for 60 bucks is selling the left and right replacement speakers. Um, wow, I didn't know they also came. There's a PT6021. I don't know what the difference is, but those are black instead of. Uh, the silver like mine is but you know it looks like there's one pair out there for sale right now i'm sure more will come up but steve if you're interested uh, you know let me it says pre-owned let me click this and hopefully you're the first one listening to this because if somebody else wants to uh to grab them they can 150 bucks uh, no longer need this one great working order item has some scratch and scruff from normal use um, the guy's got 12 photos ships to the U S only. I know that you're in the U S. Um, they look like they're in good shape. Like, in fact, they look like they're in really good shape. So yeah, it's, if you're looking for a good pair of desktop speakers with a good base, I know they're 13 years old, but man, I, I'm still extremely pleased with mine. So there you go. That's the speakers that I was referring to. Um, David and I will probably go into more detail on the next subject, but I, I, by the way, yes, I have seen the new Star Wars movie. No, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to save that for David, and since it'll be a week from now, it won't be so big of a deal to spoil it, if you will. So 
not going to talk about the new Star Wars movie. I've seen it. I know David has seen it. And uh, we'll discuss on the next episode, whether we're recording next week or the week after. Either way, that'll be the next big thing we talk about. But right before this movie came out, news broke that Disney is acquiring for $52.4 billion most of 21st century Fox. And this is a huge deal. Uh, Star Wars related, the only thing Star Wars related in this is that Fox has had uh, exclusive distribution rights to the original Star Wars movie, A New Hope. Um, And that includes the unaltered pre-special edition version of Star Wars that true Star Wars fans really want to see come out in, you know, high def, great quality, but the original cut, you know, the Han Solo shoots first and there was no stupid CGI'd Jabba the Hutt by the Millennium Falcon and not all these creatures added to Tatooine. Um, I would love to see it. You know, it's... In some respects, I kind of like some of the changes that George Lucas made. More creatures and stuff at the bar, at Tatooine. The upgraded music in the bar scene was terrible. I like the original. Uh, But it made it feel bigger and, you know, more. But there are a lot of people that are clamoring for the original release. And would I buy it? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh, but part of this deal, uh, more than, than the Star Wars, honestly, is Marvel getting back the majority of their popular characters. Now, Sony still owns the Spider-Man franchise, but they're already working with Marvel to produce the Spider-Man movies. Now, Sony is still doing some things with the other characters in the Spider-Man Universe that they own the movie rights to, such as Venom, um, Sandman, Doctor Octopus, all those kind of characters. But we'll see. I, you know, I, I got a feeling that something else is going to break loose, and maybe Marvel will get all of their characters' uh, film rights and really make the Marvel Cinematic Universe whole. But as part of the Fox deal, the two big franchises obviously are the X Men. And let's be honest, who doesn't want to see Wolverine in the X-Men or in the Avengers? I mean, that would be amazing. Um, But, you know, the X-Men and just honestly, some fabulous characters there. And I think even more importantly, at least because of the tone that the Marvel Universe in the movies have taken up to this point is the Fantastic Four. Now, there's been what, four Fantastic Four movies now? Is it three, four? I don't even remember. I think it's I think it's three. They've universally been pretty bad. I mean, they just have. And a lot of that, I think, is not knowing how to handle those characters. Because I think the filmmakers in the studio treated them more as generic characters rather than what they really were in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I think Marvel will know what to do with the Fantastic Four. They could be the next big thing. Um, (laughs) Thing. The the thing is in the Fantastic Four. Uh, 
but part of that is also the Silver Surfer. Oh, could you imagine Marvel getting the Silver Surfer and doing that right? Oh, just, just amazing. They also get Avatar. That could be a pretty big deal. Um, if I was Marvel, I might think about trading Avatar. Could you imagine trading Avatar to Sony in exchange for the Spider-Man stuff? I think that'd be a fair trade, don't you? This way, Marvel gets what they want, and Sony gets one of the biggest movies of all time, and all the sequels going forward, working with James James Cameron. It, you know, they need it. To be honest, they. Uh, I think that they would do something special with uh, Avatar. Now, is Sony interested in Avatar? Absolutely, Avatar is a huge thing. But I think Spider-Man's a bigger thing to Disney simply because it really 100% aligns with the next 20 years worth of Marvel movies. And yes, I said 20 years because you're not going to see these movies ending anytime soon. So, yeah, look for that. I think that's going to be, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if they do it or not. I, I, I know Marvel wants to get Spider-Man and those characters 100% back in their control. And honestly, I think they deserve it. Uh, they also get Deadpool, and Marvel's already said, "Hey, it's they have no problem doing Deadpool as an R-rated movie. They're not going to change that a whole lot." So I don't know. We'll see. It's it's huge news. It's is it tech? Well, I, I don't know. But David and I have talked about it enough here on uh, Tech Fan that, that this is just huge news. I wanted to talk about it. So I do want to take a moment and thank our sponsor. It's OWCMaxSales.com. Make sure you check out last week of this holiday stocking stuffers. Seriously, there's some really, really good deals going on right now, including you can get the Apple Magic Mouse 2 wireless mouse. <laughs> 58 bucks, which is a really good deal. Um, I those are nice mice. I, they're not the ones that I personally like to use, but everyone who seems to have them loves them. I actually use an older Logitech mouse with the yep scroll wheel. Oh, look, they got a... Uh, oh, I just saw it. I, I was messing around. I scrolled right past it. Yeah, they've got the uh, 2013 Mac Pro. 1749 That's still... Yeah, let's move away from that. David last week was talking about getting an, a genuine MagSafe AC power adapter. Don't don't get the junky ones that you can find on eBay for thirty five bucks because they just don't last. They're junk. Um, the, look, OWC has the genuine Apple ones. Forty three eighty eight for the eighty five watts. Um, Forty three eighty eight also for the sixty watts. So. If you need to get a spare or a replacement MagSafe power adapter, go to OWC and pick one up. It's going to be a lot cheaper. Not quite half, but close to half what you would get at Apple. So go check it out. Um, MacSales.com. David and I usually do a Wikipedia trolling article, and uh, I've got a good one for that. But first... 
Make sure you check out the other shows in the MyMac Podcasting Network, including the MyMac Podcast. Guy and Gaz just did their 400th episode. That's kind of weird because they're at 686 at this point, but 400 episodes of the two of them hosting the show. And uh, that's a huge milestone. I mean, that's more than David and I have done of TechFan by almost 75 episodes. So make sure you're checking out what's going on at the MyMac podcast because guy and gaz have a great time doing it you're gonna learn some stuff i always like listening to their picks it's fun stuff check it out you can also check out uh the geekiest show ever that his uh, i'm not gonna get into what's going on with the host there um but recently it's been a little bit of a change in host but that show is still going strong there at number 276 at this point and um it's it's just it's a fun show. Three Geeky Ladies is still going strong. They have passed 100. They're all the way up to 112 at this point. Uh, Suze loves her new iPhone X. And the Apple Watch is making Vicky more active. And uh, Alyssa looks like they're having she's having problems with her Apple Watch. So make sure you go up there. There's other shows. Let's talk Apple. Uh, of course, TechFan is part of the network. Uh, Essential Apple Podcasts. You can find those up there. Let's talk photography and uh, many more. Check it out, mymac.com. Wikipedia. So I talked about those uh, Altec Lansing FX 6021 speakers. So I thought, hey, what about Altec Lansing themselves? It's quite honestly a company I don't know a whole lot about. So I thought, I'm going to check out their Wikipedia page. And it turns out it's kind of interesting. It says, Altec Lansing is an American audio electronics company founded in 1936, before World War II. Their primary products are loudspeakers and associated audio electronics for personal home, automotive, and multimedia applications. Engineers at Western Electric, who later formed Altec Services Company, developed the technology for motion picture sound that was introduced in 1927 with the release of The Jazz Singer. Originally, Altec Services Company serviced the theater sound systems the company founders had helped develop. In 1941, the Altec Services Company purchased the nearly bankrupt Lansing Manufacturing Company and melded the two names, forming the Altec Lansing Corporation. With the manufacturing capabilities of the former Lansing Manufacturing Company, they quickly expanded to manufacturing horn loudspeakers. Um, I'm going to jump ahead because... Quite honestly. In 1958, the Altec brand was bought by James Ling. By 1974, the company was saddled with debt. In 1984, Galton Industries purchased the brand brand out of Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Since then, and I didn't know about this, since then there has been a string of owners purchased in 1995 by Telex Communications, 2000 by Sparkomatic, that's a weird uh, Sparkomatic. I wonder if they're, that's the company that used to make those really crappy uh, car stereos. I bet it is Sparkomatic. 2005 by Plantronics, 2009 by Profit Equity, uh, owned since 2012 by the Infinity Group, a company which acquires struggling consumer brands. So Infinity Group has owned them since 2012, and it looks like when I bought mine, they, they were still owned by Sparkomatic. 
I got to click on Sparkomatic. I have to know more about this. Uh, originally incorporated in 1953 as Sparkomatic Corporation, at first operated, blah, 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 blah. And since the beginning of the 1990s, and the, oh, no, that's too far. Sparkomatic was at that time, mid 1970s, the primary vendor of low to mid range car audio products. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Sparkomatic. Wow. I remember I had like a. You remember what a power booster was? A power booster was. And I even had one with a digital EQ, and I think it was by Sparkomatic. Um, you'd mount it like underneath your dash, and you'd run your sound from the car stereo to your Sparkomatic. <laughs> your power booster and it would boost the level of audio kind of like an amplifier but i remember i had one that actually had an eq built in and you could adjust the sound just the way you wanted it and that was the way to have a killer audio system a sparkomatic power booster <laughs> uh i laugh but you know there's it looks like they're still going strong um no, I guess they're not. In 2000, the Altic Lansing and Sparkomatic merger was complete under the Altic Lansing name, and they dropped the Sparkomatic name altogether. So Sparkomatic basically merged with Altic Lansing in 2000. So back when I was talking about, let's see, it went from um, Sparkomatic in 2005 by Plantronics is when Plantronics bought them. That was not just. Altic Lansing, it was also Sparkomatic. So Sparkomatic, in, I guess, in some respects, is kind of still out there. They were, they became Altic Lansing. So interesting because you hear about these brands that are still going strong. You don't realize that, you know, it, it's been owned by a whole bunch of people. You know, it started in 1936 as an audio company, and they're still an audio company. A uh, number of employees, somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred. They're at Altec, Lansing dot com. Uh, I'm going to go to their website because I haven't. Yeah, it looks like what they're doing now is cheap little speakers. Uh, well, they're doing home audio too, I guess. Well, maybe they're. Most of it looks like it's headphones and Bluetooth speakers that you see everybody making nowadays. So. That's kind of a bummer. And their website is broken because I'm trying to click. They got a Nick Jonas collection. Ugh. Really? No, it's not even letting me click some of the stuff. Oh, wait. Look that. Uh, they had one of those stupid things that pop up and you don't realize it's got to pop up. And I'm trying to click something up in the menu and it's just not working. Uh, so some of their stuff is still pretty expensive. They've got something called a Life Jacket XL. It looks like a portable Bluetooth speaker for 200 bucks. Um, but all of this stuff looks like, yeah, it all is like Bluetooth stuff that you take with you. It doesn't look like they do computer. Uh, let's see. They got cables, chargers, phone cases, headphones, Yeah, they don't really do desktop speakers anymore, which is a complete bummer because the, the, the Altic Lansings that I have sitting here. Might as well be a collector's item at this point. You're not going to be able to get anything like this from that company anymore. So who makes good speakers now? I mean, worst case scenario, something bad happens to my Altec Lansing and I can't find another pair on eBay. What do I get? Let me know. You got any ideas? John Nemo, you're listening. What do you think? Desktop speakers. 
my next pair, when these ones finally give up the ghost in another 13 years. Curious. Um, let's see. I think that was kind of it. That's all I had this week. Speakers, Disney, buying Fox, and Altic Lansing. So there you go. That is another episode of Tech Fan. Yep, I told you it was going to be a short one this week. I just, I like doing the show with David. You know, the the whole point of Tech Fan for me, honestly, is I get to talk to my bud. And uh, it's just not as much fun if I'm not talking with someone. I'm trying to fill the time myself. I get a lot of uh, uh, uh. Because I'm quite honestly looking at the computer, looking at GarageBand, making sure it didn't quit. Uh, oh, by the way. <clears throat> I probably could have recorded this on uh, Friday night, except my cable went out. And it wasn't just my internet, it was cable television. So basically anything from Comcast coming into the house, gone. Uh, Originally they said they can get someone out Monday afternoon. Really? You guys get like 220 bucks a month from me and I got to wait four days for you guys to get somebody out here to... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday before it's it's working again? Are you kidding me? The lady was very sympathetic on the phone, though. I give her credit for it. She said it didn't sit well with her that I was going to have to wait that long. Um, and she got someone out Saturday. They came out Saturday from uh, 1 to 3, and they actually got here right around 1 o'clock. I was working, but Julie was home. And uh, it turned out it was a splitter had gone bad. I've got a four-way splitter. It's actually underneath my desk that I'm talking in right now uh, because it goes, the cable comes in the house and it goes to my cable modem in one, you know, one line. Another line goes to the living room where there's a cable box. There's another cable box here in this room. And then yet a third one goes into the kitchen. So basically we have three cable drops and the cable modem. So thus I need one to four splitter and they replaced that splitter and it looks like everything's working. I love it when you call the cable company and they go, you know, did you do this? Did you do that? Yeah. I always tell them right at the beginning, look, I'm, I'm a tech expert. I, I've already gone through all the basic stuff. There's nothing else that I can do here that you can tell me to try that I haven't already tried. You can even jump on the uh, Comcast website or a mobile app and actually send a refresh signal yourself in case that will fix it. But nothing fixed it because it was an actual physical hardware issue. But here was the funny part. And I'll let you know when I get to the funny parts, by the way. The funny part in this story was towards the end of the conversation, she says, well, I noticed that you're under such and such plan. Um, Would you be interested in... Uh, for $10 less than you're spending right now, uh, they bump my internet speeds from 75 megabytes to 150. And they give me Cinemax and Showtime and like three other channels that I'll never watch anyways. But it's actually less than you're paying right now. Are you interested in that? Yeah, of course. I, I don't care about all the extra channels. I won't watch them anyways. But I'm definitely interested in getting higher internet speeds. Uh, But like I told her on the phone, I go, well, how about we get what I'm paying for already working first before I worry about... (laughs) Maybe that's why they got someone out Saturday because they agreed to to change my rate thing with them. And, you know, I'm sure the, the price goes up exponentially after a year, in which case I'll 
call them and say, hey, I'm thinking about canceling, and all of a sudden, oh, look, I get another great rate. It's kind of funny how that works, isn't it? Anyways, that was my weekend. I hope you guys had a better weekend than me, and uh, I'll see you next week.